Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This is part two of a discussion about Envy. I'm joined by Nina Nesbitt and Jack Saunders. Guys, Envy. Let's get back on topic. Okay, every single day of my life is spent interviewing bands and artists. And these are bands and artists that there are people out there that would probably quite literally kill. Maybe even the band and artist themselves to me. And to me, it's just so normal now. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, like you said, I don't even really share that anymore. It's just, oh, what are you doing today, Jack? I'm just interviewing churches, and then, I'm, then I've got an interview with KSI, and then I'm going to be on Radio 1, and then I'll just have a cup of tea and then go to bed. <laughs> yeah. And, th- and they're like, well, lucky you. You know, I'm putting up a roof in Leon C or something. Do you know what I mean? And, and they're like, God, you, you've got it so lucky kind of thing. And But to me, it's just, it is it is so trivial and normal. And sometimes I feel like I have to walk on eggshells a little bit exactly. when it comes to that. That's the emotion. And, and that's yeah. just, obviously your example is extreme, hanging out with pop stars. But I think yes. everyone can relate to it. Let me give you, let me give Nina a more everyday example. We haven't checked your relationship status first, Jack, before I speak to Nina. Are you single and fishing? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, complicated at the moment. Yeah. Right. Probably not one for the podcast. Gotcha. So Nina, you've already dropped this six year, I'm assuming happiness on us. Now mm-hmm. I know with girls, you sometimes got to be a bit careful on the girls WhatsApp group. Here's me and my boyfriend totally in love. If a couple of your friends are like COVID dumped and struggling, you can't even show your happiness, let alone if the guy drops on one knee and proposes. Some girls are like, oh God, how am I going to break it to my single friend? that might be, you know, a bit older than you. Or, you know, girls start to get about 32, 33, 34. You start to think, oh, shit, man, I need to hold my happiness in a bit because I don't want to create an envy that would make this person unhappy and move towards feelings of jealousy. Is that something you identify with? Um, Not so much now because we've been together for so long and also we, we don't <laughs> really... nothing um, to boast about. <laughs> we don't really... Um, Lovely. <laughs> no, we, we don't really go on um, social media or anything. We don't really do all that. No, I'm talking about with your girls. Your girls are like, how's your weekend? It's so great. I'm so in love with my boyfriend. You're thinking, but there's Laura who's fucking feeling like shit. No, because all my friends love being single. Like, they love it. But I do remember when I first got with him, a lot of my friends were almost a bit pissed off because they were (laughs) like, oh, for fuck's sake, like, you're just going to disappear now. You're not going to come out Ah, with us, like, four times a week. So I did have a bit of that. But I think that was more just like, oh, you've been wifed off now type of thing. 
But um, do you not think that's a bit of secret envy in there sometimes? I know lads yeah, like maybe. that. Like, lads, yeah, fuck you. I'm still in Afghanistan, still taking multiple shots, <laughs> still shagging girls seven nights a week, doing what I like. And then at home going, I'm so lonely. I just want to, yeah. someone to hold me while I watch Take Me Out. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I think I am really lucky with my boyfriend because, yeah, it just we're best mates as well, which I think some people have definitely been envious of. They're yeah, like, I was going to say, it can, it can yeah. be accidental envy, can't it? All right, let's, let's talk about doppel envy because I'm reading a, a book at the moment which just happens to be around this area. It's called The Other Black Girl. And I, I thought, I just picked it up. It was on Waterstones, too, for one. I thought, it's about an American girl working in a publishing office and, then, and she's black and another black girl starts. I thought, well, what am I going to identify with in this story? Everything, it turns out. So... Have you ever been in a situation where you are the funny music guy, Jack? You're the funny, engaging guy with the interesting job at the party. Everyone's like, oh my God, he's the guy that interviews pops up. Then someone else walks in who is another version of you. So in the novel I'm reading, it's another literary girl who knows shit and it starts friendly, but suddenly you realise there's a doppel envy going on. Only one of you can be spiky-haired, interesting, funny guy in the corner. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> if I'm at a wedding, right... And someone who does something similar to me walks in. That is music to my ears. Really? Because I will happily let them be questioned into the ground <laughs> about what they do. I suppose so. Again, going to sound wanky. But like my job's not normal. Not many people are going to be involved or do what I do. If someone else walks in the room and does exactly what I do, if they're going to happily take the questioning and take it on board, I'm all fine with that. I just really want to just be one of the boys and have the beers and crack on. Let's honestly. make the question harder for you then. Let's remove okay. comedian from my situation. Let's remove DJ from yours. Mm. You're just out. It's a normal group of lads, which let's face it, not always as verbal as you and I. Not always. You know, we can mm. tend to be the ones holding the conversation, holding the humour up. Another guy sits opposite. He's camper than me, he's funnier than me. He's also straight. I go into doppel panic. It can quieten me down. I will admit yeah. it. I can go into my shell for no reason at all with a perfectly friendly, but just because it's another version of me. And I'm envious that he's slightly more confident than me. Mm. I think the situation where that would really kick in for me is if we were on a night out, there was some girls around, the girls were there having a great time, chatting them up a little bit. Oh, here we go. Felt like we were cracking on. You know, my ego's going through the roof. Yep. I'm the sexiest man on the planet. Yep. Yeah. I can't do any wrong. And then <laughs> fucking Jonathan walks over and <laughs> God damn it, he's gorgeous. Ah, uh, yes. God damn it, he's this gorgeous. And you know what? The, the little gay part of me inside of me is, is kind of twinging a little bit. But, you know, the overwhelming straight side of me is like, fuck off, Jonathan. You are really, really getting yeah. in my way here. And, and you know what? It does. It does kick in. It does. And you know what? Jonathan's playing it cool because he's confident in himself and he knows what he's all about. And it does kick in. You kind of just don't... I think sometimes there's a part of you that's like, you just make that assumption right from the off and you're like, don't want anything to do with you. I hate you. You're an obed. You've ruined my night kind of thing. When actually probably the, the best way to go would be to to go over to Jonathan. Integrate. Obviously integrate. But integrate. We're human Welcome beings. Him in. The emotions rise to the surface. Nina, I'm assuming mm. you can identify what we're talking about. You're whatever you are in your group. You're the only one that night. And then boom. It's like, hi, oh, oh my God, I'm Scottish too. Oh my God, I've just done my debut. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this bitch? 
Do you? Does anger rise up with me? I will admit it. And you can imagine the situation I get put in. I've always been the funniest, loudest, most interesting person in my Chavi council estate. Then all of a sudden, that's all I'm around is bloody Michael McIntyre walks in or Jimmy Carr walks in. I can't go into my shell if I'm not careful. So I've had to train myself to think just... Take a breath and just be confident in yourself. But we're only human beings. And everyone listening to this, I don't care what you do or where you're from, will have experienced that. Yeah, 100%. How do you deal with it? Do you know what? I've felt it most with other artists because when I started, I feel like females were always like put up against each other. And we were always told there's only room for one. Don't be friends with her. She's doing the same type of music and she's a threat to you. Like there's only one spot on the playlist. Like all this was just, that's what was fed to me. So I've always like, I guess instinctively because of society or whatever, if a girl is similar to me doing the same thing, like I've always felt a little bit threatened by it and a bit like, oh, and a bit on edge about it. But now since I've kind of unpicked that, and seen that that's actually not really the case because there are just so many... There is room for everyone, do you know what I mean? But, yeah, I think I've had to unpick that in my own brain and try and... Because even when I see like a girl that looks like me, sounds like me, same music, my instinct will be, oh, fuck. And then I'll I'll stop for a minute and go, why am I, yeah. why am I feeling like that? Like, I'm successful in my own right. Do you know what I mean? So that's interesting. You you have experienced it professionally in the way uh, that Jack was saying he didn't. But have you experienced it socially? Nothing to do with music. You've been on a girl's night out and a new girl's turned up. Oh, this novel is brilliant, by the way. Everyone needs to read it. The other black. It's so good. It's yeah. like it starts like a kind of sort of racial politics office thing and quickly descends into a thriller where these two girls are competing to be that type of person. I mean, it's a fucked up book. But I, I so identify with it because I've been that guy a hundred times. Like, oh my God, is he gay or not? Who knows? All the girls coming over and then boom, all of a sudden I'm just Neanderthal Gary in the corner like all the other guys. <laughs> it's horrible. You feel, to feel yourself, to feel introversion come over you like a blanket. I hate that, you know. Like a blanket. I hate that. I have it a lot when I do like a TV or something like that just because yes. there's so many big personalities that. about and... I don't really feel envious. I just feel a bit intimidated and a bit like I go in at my shell, like you say. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. That's odd, isn't it? I feel that as well, Nina. Definitely. Do you? I know, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I think even today, like coming on the podcast, for example, like I knew you were going to be on. Obviously, it's your podcast, Russell, and you're a big personality. And Nina, you're a big personality as well. And you kind of think, oh, God, I just like I need to stand up tall you know I need to yeah. I need to be just as funny I need to bring all the entertainment so you know the people listening because they probably haven't heard me before and and they'll come back again and they'll be interested in me yeah. you know it's that, that it's that social expectation a lot of the time isn't it it's weird and I've spoken to my boyfriend a lot about this because he's very loud and like very in your face confident and I'm naturally really shy and he's also like, oh like why do you go in your shell around new people or when you do tv or like whatever it is and I'm like it's just like I'm literally, it just comes over me and I can't even, I can't even speak. Like I'm just, like I just feel really stuck. And he was like, oh, why can't you just like, just be confident in yourself and switch it on? And I'm like, I don't know what it is. It's just, it's like a barrier that just comes down when there's loads of loud people there. It's really odd. 
maybe that's one for another day then. It might be a slightly different emotion rather than envy. Um, to finish off, I would normally start with this. And the reason I haven't started with it is it inevitably dominates the whole chat and goes on for bloody ages. So I've purposely only left 10 minutes for this. But what role does social media take in stoking and worsening envy and feelings of I don't have enough and I need more? What's your personal experience of it? And we all use it. I'm addicted to it. I sell tickets from it. I need it. I'm not slagging it off per se, but I wonder, Jack, you know, what, what your uh, what your thoughts are. The mute button is the greatest invention known to man. <laughs> yes. Hands down. Undisputed. I mean, you now have the power just to immediately remove that envy if you want to. But I don't know how many of us actually use it. I mean, you don't know, do you? Because no one ever talks about who they've muted. There's no way of finding out if you're muted or not. Mm. Personally, I don't mute many people. I like knowing what the people I'm envious of are doing. And so I don't mute them. And I, I almost like giving myself that horrible kick. It's like, why do I like doing <laughs> it's that? It's like being addicted to a poison, isn't it? Or a drug yeah. that you know is killing you. Why do, I, why do I like doing that? That's so weird. Now I'm just speaking it into existence. That's strange. But yeah, that's that's the situation. I, and again, maybe it comes back to that thing of like needing it for the drive, you know, because otherwise mm. I, I'm going to end up resting on my laurels and just thinking what I'm doing is more than enough when then I see someone else doing something that, oh, actually, that's quite good. I should up my game. Mm. I think maybe. What do you think, Nina? What's your relationship with... I mean, I would have thought in sport, it's quite a good thing to perv on how athletically brilliant other people are and to try and spur yourself on. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even go there in my head in stand-up because you would just see it on stage the next night. If I was like, oh, God, I'm not as funny as X, Y, it's just pointless. People would want... <laughs> I'd be fucked. People would want refunds. Yeah, I know what you mean. I definitely feel it with Instagram more so visually, like how other girls look and... The thing is about Instagram, you never know if it's real as well. That That's the thing, but because you can edit so well and it can be so, I don't know, it can look so real. It's it's hard to, yeah. I don't know, if I'm having a shit day and I flick through Instagram, I'm just like, oh my God, everyone's so good looking and I feel like potato. Or <laughs> it could be like, how does this person get so many views? Like, it just makes you feel like, oh, maybe what I'm doing is crap. I just think it's so toxic, but then also we do need it for our... Careers. TikTok's another one that's even weirder. Have you ever on Instagram gone over to like your, in, I forget what the correct name for it, it's the inspiration wall. If you swipe the wrong way, it shows all things you might want to look at and might want. So they're not people you're following. Oh, the explore page. Explore page. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. It's, re it's horrible because your explore page shows you what you may or may not have been looking at. You may be unaware of what you've been fixated on. And I, if any listeners want to go to their explore page on Instagram and just have a look, I mean, I'd love to think if I swipe mine, it's like funny gifts, funny memes, pictures of theatres, nuns doing charity walks, but it's <laughs> not. It's watches, exercise influencers, and girls in bikinis. What am I from the 19 fucking 71? <laughs> it was pathetic. It's literally boobs, pecs, Rolex over and over. <laughs> It is I mean, mad, isn't it? I, I get down such a hole with like celebrity gossip online. Like I'm just, I'll click on one article and then I'll just keep going and, and then I'll stop myself an hour later and just think, I don't even care. Like I don't know who these people are. Why am I wasting my time reading this? But I'll go down such a hole and then my whole explore page is like screenshots of the sun and like... <laughs> oh my God. Do you think, Jack, if we could have two envious situations, it's you and I sat by a pool and a bunch of mm. cool lads partying. Is it worse or better than looking at a bunch of cool lads partying 
online what's the difference is the difference this is my opinion let me I'll ask you a question answering it rather rude manners but my opinion is i probably wouldn't ever have seen the lads online so i'm artificially expanding the amount of people i compare myself to whereas when i went to a pool party as i did yesterday i can't control you know that is whoever i'm looking at so what's that in my immediate sightline 50 100 people throughout the day 100 people max so it's a hundred drips of toxic poison with people the lower body fat prettier more interesting than me whereas online you're doing hundreds and hundreds a week from you can do it from why you're having a sit down wee as i know some lads like to do these days very much oh, i love fashion. a sit down wee. very yeah. much in fashion love a sit down wee. very much coming yeah. through in gen z don't get me started with the whole podcast will end up being on that um <laughs> Well, look, I, I think the difference there is, one, you are in the situation enjoying it alongside the poison. Uh, so perhaps you are maybe even fueling the poison yourself. I know you might be, Russell. You're very good looking. So um, I'm sure there's people having a look at you and thinking exactly the same thing. <laughs> Whereas on social media, you. you're not even in the vicinity. You're not even close. You're hundreds, sometimes thousands of miles away from these people. And therefore, it becomes more envious because you're not even close to the situation and not only are you getting jealous that, you know, you've not got 12 muscles on show on your stomach <laughs> and pecs the size of Goliath, um, but also, you know, you're not in the place that they're in. You're not hanging out with the mate that you thought was your best mate or, you know, there's so many different parameters to the whole entire thing. So what's the solution? What is the solution, guys? Just fucking mute them. Go on less as well? Yeah, that's gonna. that's literally going to have to be the solution. That is your only possibility and if you can't let go of it then you're gonna have to live with it i mean i feel kind of numb when i go to the explore page for the example right and mine's exactly the same as yours russell and i see all these things i'm just sort of like cool another pair of boobs yeah another fitness influencer another watch great and then i move on and then i close the app open twitter and i'll close that and i'll go back to my explore page again and it's just it's just a, it's just a mind cycle you're just in a you're not even consuming this thing anymore it's just yeah. to get the blue light into your eyes yeah. so your brain can function in the morning you know it's like that it's not i don't think it's even that deep necessarily wow sorry i went in there my bad i mean no no that i like that that should go out as a health mm -hmm. morning one last question because we are out of time nina i don't know what everyone's social backgrounds are mine's pretty much council estate made good um you seem like nice middle class people but you may be you may be hiding a ghetto start my question is do you feel less able to go online and create envy if you started from the bottom so started from the bottom people seem more inclined to show off and display things and try and harvest envy so i have mm -hmm. to fight against that because i spent the first god 25 years of my life invisible a fucking vapor couldn't pull a girl couldn't do this couldn't do that didn't have any money just a nobody vapor who just wanted to be somebody like everyone that is a universal feeling i'm sure it's really hard when you get something not to go look at my trainers but i wondered if that gap is nar narrower if you had a bit of an easier start i wouldn't know i didn't i grew up in like a little village in scotland and i thought we were all right like i wouldn't say it was like it wasn't council estate, but it also wasn't rich, if you know yeah. what I mean. It was just kind of your average house. But then when I moved to London, and I never thought moving to London would be a possibility because the price difference from Scotland to London is just insane. And like being able to move, is, it just didn't seem possible. But then I noticed like everyone's so rich in London, it would seem like people just have so much, like what is deemed an expensive yeah. house in Scotland's 
No, you can't even get a one bed flat in London. So that for me was like, oh fuck, like actually, <laughs> I am a peasant. <laughs> yeah, and I think when I've earned money or like done well, I do feel like my natural thing is, oh, I want to post about it, I want to tell everyone about it, which is kind of weird because I feel like I didn't really have that as a kid. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because you quite literally started small, small village. So that's good. That's an, an honest answer. I mean, yeah. you must see this all the time when you're speaking to pop stars, rappers, people who may have started very, very low down the socioeconomic chain like myself and suddenly have got chains for breakfast. It's, it's leaking out the, this displaying of the wealth and success. It's yeah. like, and for what purpose? Certainly to show off that basic input, but isn't it partly about harvesting the envy of others? I think you make a good point with the with the rappers, actually. Look, don't get me wrong, like those black communities have had incredibly difficult times at points and still do, as we've just seen after the football, for example, discriminated against all the time. And I think when these rappers come through, it is very much about look where I've come from and look where I am now and how I'm doing. And why fucking wouldn't you? Do you know what I mean? When you've, when you've yeah. come from a situation where you are constantly discriminated against your whole entire life in pretty much every single aspect of it because of the colour of your skin and you now walk in some success, go for it, mate. I'm all for you. Go and celebrate your life and go and have a great time and show it off if you want to. I'll back that. Um, I was very lucky. I had a great start in life down to my very hardworking dad and mum and they were fantastic and I can't speak from that kind of um, side of things personally but I think if you do come from a more difficult background if things were harder for you and you come into success just roll with it and just enjoy yourself and don't worry about what other people think I think show off you only live one of these right we're only on the planet for one time just fucking go for it you know totally and on that note I think we all know what I'm now going to go and do because if anyone has given me a, a license to head to the beach in thong briefs and have it till sunset, it's that little speech. Go, fuck it up, yes. Russell. Let's go. We're all going to be envious. Uh, thank you very much to Nina Nesbitt and Jack Saunders. You've been listening to Man Baggage. If you've arrived here courtesy of one of these guys, why not hang around, hit subscribe, leave a review and feel very envious of how we're rocketing up the podcast charts. Goodbye. <laughs> Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. 
so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.